Welcome cadets and captains to M-Class Podcast. Chick, chick, boom. Remember that? Kleiss, kleiss, boom. You remember that, everybody? Yeah, yeah I remember that. I'm, I'm Josh. I'm Jeff. We did that out of order this time. That was backwards. That felt weird. Yeah. It's a whole new world today. Josh is the host now. Lead us in, Josh. Uh, we talk about Star Trek on this show, and we make poopy jokes. Titties! And, and, titty, and titties. I'm Josh. Uh, <laughs> man, this is like looking in a mirror. This is the best episode we're ever going to do. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, two Joshes? Fuck, no, I'll actually listen to M-Class. <laughs> Yeah, right, dude. Who's going to get fired? <laughs> it's a showdown. Who gets fired from this podcast? Fire me. I'm the real Josh. No, fire me. Uh, anyway, before we get too specific about what happened and what didn't with the firing, let's talk about <laughs> this this episode of Deep Space Nine, season five, episode seven. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, the, you you really threw me for a loop, Jeff. Yeah, I <laughs> threw myself for a loop. <laughs> Our uh, collection image on Twitter says uh, season five, episode seventeen. So I was like searching around, like yeah, me I, too. How did I fuck this up this bad? I I thought I just thought I read it wrong. Honestly, I was like, oh, I guess it just must have said seven. Well, I'm glad you gave me the benefit of the doubt. No, I gave I you the not, total benefit. I did not deserve it. No, you do. <laughs> I because I, Netflix fucks it up usually, right? Like yeah. they're out of order a bunch on yeah, there. So I have to be fair to Netflix this time and be like, look, they have nothing to do with it. I just put I accidentally hit the one instead of the O on my numerical keypad. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you have one of those like like my mom has like she uses the number pad on the keyboard. Well, I only said that because it makes more sense because otherwise I just accidentally hit the key on the other side of the keyboard yeah, like an idiot, the no- which is what really totally... happens. Because <laughs> I don't really use the numerical keypad. For, no, I don't think anybody our age does because no. it's like, what are we doing? Like spreadsheets? Like <laughs> what, what? Like what is that for? But for the purposes of this lie so that everyone doesn't think I'm a moron I, I believe used it. the numerical keypad <laughs> I believe it I believe that that's what happened <laughs> uh, this is the next I forget which one maybe the third I think it's, I think the, it's third the third episode yeah. and uh, the uh, Josh Metcalf's Riza Tourism Board's Vacation Collection Vacation all, all I ever wanted, wanted. Vacation, vacation Riza Riza oh, oh shit <laughs> We'll fix it in Belinda Carlisle. We won't. We're not fixing shit. Uh, This episode was written by Ira Stephen Bear and Robert Hewitt Wolf, who you know is the writers of uh, like a shit ton of episodes. Star Trek. Three name Joneses over here. It's a lot of names for the writing credits. Everybody who works on uh, Star Trek has to have three names. It's a law. Ira Stephen Bear, Gene Roddenberry. Oh my God, it's all coming together, baby. Think about it. <laughs> uh, Ira Stephen Bear, who's famous for writing a lot of Star Trek, uh, being the documentarian behind What We Left Behind, the Deep Space Nine documentary. I and still haven't blue watched goatee. that. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I haven't either, actually. We should watch that and talk about it. We or should. Something. We should do like a. Um, 
M-Class, etc. about it. Is there a place where we could maybe do that and people could pay for it? <laughs> you know, Josh, I'm glad you brought this up because there's this crazy new invention called Patreon, right? Huh. If you head over to patreon.com slash podcast for little as $1 a month, you can support the show and get a ton of extra content like the What We Left Behind chat we're going to have eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look forward to it, but don't ask about it. <laughs> that's, that's like every motto for everything ever. Look forward to it, but don't ask about it. Uh, I was actually really surprised that uh, Brandon Braga didn't have anything to do with this episode. Yeah, I thought that... That's weird, because I thought that, too. Because this episode is absolutely insane. Well, it's like at the beginning of the episode, uh, our heroes are at the replimat, and they just start talking about how Dax's bones get broken a lot because she's fucking a Klingon. They're just rampaging on each other's bodies, and they just talk about it for 20 minutes. Everyone in this episode is slightly out of character. Oh, like yeah. e- every like Odo is like gossipy. Like he's like a little gossipy like yeah, he's gossiping year old. and giggling and shit and I'm Yeah, like, he's Odo? He does that giggle which is like fucking adorable, right? But like <laughs> it's like Odo is giggling? like wait, hold little, hold on. It's a little strange. Everybody Who a wrote this? <laughs> wrote this show uh it wasn't brandon braga like i when we went through the whole talk about like she's been there like she's been sent to med bay like a hundred times because her vagina's all beat up i was like wow (laughs) on star trek is this brandon braga (laughs) yeah and they're like oh yeah Worf broke his dick like eight times i was like he broke both of his dicks yeah he had to go get a dick directomy now he's only got the one dick that would maybe there's some kind of like um you know how in Enterprise they like retcon the ridges? Yeah. Maybe there's gonna be some kind of like second dick retcon <laughs> where they like make their second dick fall off or something. Oh god. The fate worse than death. That's gonna be in the new the cartoon, right? Because that, that cartoon's like edgy or whatever. Uh the what cartoon the lower decks yeah is it edgy i don't Um, watch it i don't think it's edgy actually i think it's like i just assume it is cartoon parody type thing Uh, okay i just assume it is really like it it seems like it's okay i get like so like on everyone who owns like an iphone or whatever like you get like the news feed that from your shit that you look at right like it's just populated off the crap you like and i get a bunch of like goddamn hot takey shitty articles about that show a bunch and it's always like lower decks did what (laughs) and it's like this it's like written by a fucking robot or like a person who is a robot right like oh my it's just it's mindless yeah yeah like we need to watch lower decks at some point yeah i'm not paying for like yeah that's exactly why i haven't watched it (laughs) i refuse to do that like I already paid for the internet, so give me it. <laughs> yeah. This episode, or at least just let me, like, pay um, a money, like, to rent something and not, like, have to fucking pay for your whole service every month. Yeah. I did that with Bill and Ted because I wanted to support Bill and Ted because I oh, love Bill God, and Ted. I need to... I still want to watch Bill and Ted's new movie so fucking I bad. I bought... I just bought it because I was like, I'm not going to... It was like renting it was, like, $18, which I was like, uh... 
it's kind of like going to the movies with two people, right? I was yeah. like, okay. And, but then I, and then buying it was like 24, and I was like, I'm just going to fucking buy this movie. <laughs> like, fuck it, right? I, I need to buy it, because like, I, I love Bill and Ted so much. It's crazy. We're the, it's ridiculous. We're the Bill and Ted of podcasting, I think. For sure. I dude, I love Bill and Ted. I do too. They're so they're just such lovable characters. Is the first one the best time travel movie ever made? It might be. It's so fucking good. I love it's, it so much. It's brilliant. Like it's genuinely brilliant. It's like I feel like people on the outside, because, like, uh, Crystal, my, my wife Crystal, has never seen these movies. And when I was oh like... Oh, my God. When I was like, we should watch them, she was like, I don't know. I don't I don't really like stoner comedies. And I was like... It's I, not I that. everybody thinks that's what it is. Yeah, it's not that. They're just idiots. It's, yeah. The whole thing is that they're They're not on drugs dummies. at all. They're just yeah. morons. Yeah, they're just stupid kids, right? From the 80s, which is, yeah. like, the funniest kind of stupid kid. <laughs> I like I told her like a little bit about what it was about and she was like I never would have thought that's what it was about at all. Yeah. I oh dude. I saw the second one in the movie theater. Oh, you're so fucking old. Um I, this episode was <laughs> <laughs> Speak up, I can't hear you. Uh this episode was of Star Trek was directed by Renny Aberjonus. You really, that is, you really nailed that one. <laughs> don't know who that guy is, but uh, apparently good, uh, not great director. Um, is that why he's so giddy in the beginning? Because yeah. he directed it? Uh, Rene Aubergenois. Aubergenois. Rest in peace, Rene. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, this episode's direction great. isn't that bad. There's like, there's actually like a really sort of artistic scene where like Worf is mad. Worf is a mad boy because he saw... Um, Dax in the throes of sexual passion while <laughs> making a clay mountain? She was ghosting. She was getting ghosted. Yeah. Not like like the, the, the colloquial ghosted, but they were they were ghosting, right? Yeah. With the like the movie ghost. Everyone. The movie ghost, yeah, with we're, the, we're with the both pottery. Actually fairly old. So the movie ghost is what I think of when I hear ghosting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of the ditching somebody. Um, but she, I understand, like, Worf is a moron in this episode. Like, he's written to be, like, just a giant asshole. Oh, he's he's absolutely unbearable. He's like, I fucking hate him. Completely irredeemable in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he walks in, and she is, like, eyes closed, head back, mouth wide open, just rubbing clay with another woman. It's Vanessa Williams, right? Uh, I think so. The the super the supermodel <laughs> or uh, yeah. Miss Miss Universe Miss America? I think she's, she's Miss America. Miss fucking everything, dog. Yeah, she was in uh, the hit Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle Eraser. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> which came out at about the same time as this, actually. Maybe a little uh, after. Yeah, this. Vanessa Williams, absolutely gorgeous, and yeah, uh, Curzon Dax had sex with her when uh, to death. <laughs> literally, he literally death by, died. Death by Snoo Death by Snoo Snood. Uh, yeah, so uh, we get a lot of like Curzon about history. It. What was my fucking point? I was getting oh the the scene. <laughs> That's this podcast <laughs> in a nutshell, isn't it? We did it. Um, we did it. The scene is like there's uh, he comes back to their room and there's like a horgon on the table that the camera is focused on and he's in the background and he stops and you can tell just with his body language even though you cannot see his face how angry he is when he sees it and he yeah. comes up and grabs it off the table all in one shot and you don't really see his face or anything but all the emotion comes across it's and I thought very that was great 
Very good. It's very ominous. Very cinematic. Yeah, I was like, it's a good job, Rennie. They were working with. They weren't working with a lot of, uh, like, setting (laughs) in this one. No, they Uh, have a beach that they could go, like, or an area that seems like it's near a beach they can go to. (laughs) It doesn't feel like uh, tropical, I'll say. No, it feels like uh, the California desert. Yeah, it feels like California, which is not the same as, like, Tahiti, right? Like, when I think of Ryza, I think of, like, fucking like uh maui or some shit you know what i mean like yeah. like really yeah. really really tropical i immediately think of asses hanging out of 90s which there are none yeah of uh, there episode. was no there was zero underbutt which like yeah. come on everybody's wearing one pieces and i was like okay brandon braga was not involved in this episode i got yeah. it <laughs> nobody even flashes like a giant vag no it where's was... the vagina at <laughs> where's the v'ger god damn it <laughs> Yo, that's what that's what set him into his fetish. Yeah, that's is what that, he was like. I movie. gotta work on this Star Trek thing. I gotta get in there. Dear Mr. Roddenberry, I'm a huge fan. I love your movie Star Trek: The Movie. I loved it when they penetrated the V'ger orifice. I too would like to be a explorer of sorts into a V'ger. Let me know. Can you work that out for me? Thanks, Gene. Love you. Love Brannon. No D. Not Brandon. Bra- I bet if you called him Brandon, he'd go fucking ballistic. Let me tell you about people named Brandon. Terrible name. <laughs> oh, God. We got a, We have a specific email from somebody being like, hey, you said this name was bad, and then it signed that name, so I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> Look, I can't help it that your parents named you a shitty name. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have you guys and your terrible names. Anyway, we're Jeff and Josh. <laughs> Jork and Jindelson. J- Jork and Junt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this episode, like we mentioned earlier, starts at the Replimat, where Odo is dishing that hot goss. There's <laughs> he's I believe it's the the tea. They're, what's up? What's the tea? Right? Yeah, That's what they say. Spilling man. the tea, hardcore. Spilling the tea, yeah. And because he's like, what do you think of Miles and Keiko naming their son Sean? And so and Boston Cisco. Sean, your name means fucking swamp in Bajoran. It, Boston nice. Swamp. How about that? <laughs> it does. It, it's spelled S E A N, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how they spell it in in Bajor land? I guess because I I had the um, subtitles on because I was yeah, eating I extremely loud rye chips and I was like I nice. can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> my old ass ears can't hear over my chewing. Like the rye chips are so crunchy, I couldn't hear anything. So I was like, I got to put subtitles on. Like I'm eighty. I guess this I is do my that life anyway. Now. And I always used to make fun of like I had a <laughs> a girlfriend who did that, and I would, I would always be like, Why are you watching? With the subtitles on, but now that I'm old, I I do that even on like my tablet, which is just sitting like right in front of my face, right? <laughs> like so, I lay in bed and I watch these episodes. Sometimes I'm under the influence of some medication. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and self medication, yeah, yeah, self medication. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I watch it that way, and uh, yeah, I watch it with with the sub. I think it's like a comfort thing. A lot of people do it. The, uh, man, there is a kid just fucking hot-rotting outside my window on one of those Razor scooters. Like, I can just tell from the sounds. Sorry. Is, he doing, 
flips? I hope. Uh, sorry if everybody can hear that, but I can't um, hear it. God, I wish you could. It's so fucking loud. Is anyway. it being? At, le- at least if it's cool, I can handle it. But. <laughs> it's a razor scooter, so of course it's cool. Like the second cousin to a skateboard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Dax comes in and she's like, oh, I pulled my neck muscle. It hurts because all the fucking. And uh, they talk about how how many times they've been to the, the nurse's office right there. <laughs> <laughs> with the their, nurses with their office. sex injuries and yeah st- yeah cisco or odo or one of them's like isn't this like the eighth time you pulled your mind and it's all just like wink and nod euphemism shit right double entendre yeah. shit and cisco's like i wish you guys could um and Dox is like make love yeah and, and, uh, like like he what didn't know what doing, to say. What you're doing is not making love. Number one, that's fucking. That's you're, different. You're hate fucking. That's like hate fucking. Yeah, that that's whole crazy. relationship is straight up just hate fucking. I gotta tell you, if I was dating Worf, uh, I wouldn't be dating Worf. Yeah, I. <laughs> the whole episode, all I could think is, what does Dax see in this guy? What is it? Yeah. The two dicks? Is that it? I because there are other I Klingons. <laughs> I, I don't, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he is, uh, he was so bad in this episode that I literally went on Twitter and changed, like, from a week ago. There was that. that three characters from Star Trek that describe <laughs> you, and I went back and changed Worf to Martok. Martok, Because I didn't want to be a anyway. fucking narc. <laughs> yeah. Now, Worf, uh, yeah, he's he's terrible in this. This episode is is... Probably the my my least favorite DS9. It's probably the worst DS9 episode. It's a it's a rough episode, man. It's not great at all. It's it sucks because Riza is like I love Riza in any shape or form. You get you get some uh, talk about Jamaharan. They yeah. talk about Jamaharan a bunch, which is fu- always funny, right? Like, like in this episode, you're getting like like Josh said, everybody is written just slightly incorrectly. Yeah, and like especially, you get like the lowest like quark turned down to like one. He is like the yeah. weakest quark is ever in any episode. Why is he here? I don't know. I guess <laughs> did, like the actor did they had need- like a certain amount of episodes he had to be in. I don't know. <laughs> but did they need like? Like Bashir to have a pal at the because like there's a whole like B plot with Bashir and Lita sort of I don't even call want to call it a B plot it's no, like no it's not a some B-plot. things happen with Bashir and Lita <laughs> yeah it's, it's like a a D plot like in an episode it would be like a quick joke but they don't yeah. have a real B plot so they tried to bring it up to that level and couldn't I mean you get to see Chase Masterson like pretty much naked. Yeah, there's, like, uh, Rene Aubergenois has, like, a full-on foot fetish in this episode because he just lingers the camera on her feet for, like, fucking forever. Yeah, he goes a little Tarantino. Remember in Death Proof when that girl's foot is just, like, in the frame for, like, 45 minutes? (laughs) 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 Is that Sidney Poitier's daughter or something like that? I don't don't remember. I do do remember hearing in the audio for the movie, almost done, almost done, almost done. (laughs) <laughs> okay so i'm gonna need you to put your foot right in the frame 
That's a okay, good impression, okay. actually. <laughs> um, Just coked out of his mind. Uh, Cisco is like, can you guys make love in a less violent way? And uh, that da- and Dax is like, no, we're going to Rises, so we're definitely going to kill each other. Yeah, we're going to fuck so hard, the Rises weather system's going to turn off. <laughs> we're going to curse on Dax it, I think. We are going to die. Death Jamaharan. by Jamaharan. Uh, Cisco's like Worf agreed to that and she's like haha sure (laughs) yeah yeah he he comes in and he's like prune juice large (laughs) extra large I'm like Jesus grandpa calm down Uh, Worf's having some problems shitting Worf is just going to be like a single tube that food goes in and goes immediately <laughs> out the other side. Like a seagull. <laughs> it's a biology lesson for you, folks. Don't that feed him any Anka-Seltzer. He'll explode. Um, but, like, Worf is, like, where fun goes to die in this episode. Oh, my God. He's so fucking unbearable. Like, every ounce of him in this episode I hate. Yeah. And, like, it's terrible. Like, I love Worf. And they really do him dirty in this one. It's rough. But he's like, he's mad because Dax fucked the dude with his skull, his transparent skull before, and now they're friends. Bodan? Captain Boday? Boday. Yeah. Boday from uh, uh, that movie about surfing (laughs) with Keanu Reeves. Point Break? Point Break. Bodie? That's the other guy, right? Yeah, Captain Bodie from Point Break. And he's Uh, like, He's not coming back. We're going to have to get some references from, like, the kids will know eventually. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like come back. Like Bodie from the TikTok Point Break. You remember kids? <laughs> well, we're not allowed TikTok anymore, so. No, it's outlawed in this country because we yeah. live in a totalitarian regime. Because it's Russia now. Yay! Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Cisco and Odo ditch because fucking why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, it's Jesus. awkward as shit. Like, like Worf comes up looking for a fight. Like, yeah. it's that type of relationship where like someone's woke up pissy, right? And it's oh god, they did this episode. If it did anything, showed me that Worf and Dax should not be together. This is a bad no. relationship. <laughs> like. First of all, you're dating Jadzia Dax, like, maybe the most unattainable, like, like, woman on the, on the station to, like, possess, I guess, is the, like, like, he definitely wants to to possess. He, exactly, well, that's his problem, right? He wants to possess her, but you got, like, you gotta just go with it with Jadzia. You, you can't, It's like, I get why this was written, because, like, um... From a writing standpoint, there are certain things that are, like, really hard to not do. You have, like, a very hard drive to do something as a writer. Like, right. And one of the basic ones, and you'll see this if you go to, like, fanfiction.net, it starts early and it continues throughout the entire life of writers. You want to pair up the two people who are completely fucking opposites. Right, because it adds drama and it conflict is interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why, like, to this day, like, you cannot talk about Avatar The Last Airbender without, like, a bunch of, like, sewer mutants crawling out of the fucking ground to be like, <laughs> she should have ended up with Zuko. 
<laughs> I get that reference, but our yeah. audience doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not explaining it either. Um, <laughs> if you're one of those sewer mutants... Is Zuko mutants, the thing I'm with the, the flies? Is that the thing? Yeah, she should have ended up romantically with the big bison that flies. That thing, yeah. <laughs> He's the guy with the burn scar on his eye. Okay, I know that guy. Yeah, the main female character, Katara, who exists only to be shipped with one guy on the yeah. show. If you, yeah. if fans are to be believed. <laughs> also, that show came out, like, I don't know, like a hundred years ago now. Fucking get over it. The people, I just want to talk man. about this fun show that I'm watching on Netflix, damn it. <laughs> I don't care about the shipping. Yeah, this is a fan fiction episode. This yeah. is written by like a fan, like for fan fiction. It's crazy. This was written by the same person who originally created the Mary Sue title in the Star Trek fanfic back in the day. Same person wrote this episode. <laughs> um, Dude, uh, Lita and Bashir show up who are in a relationship at this point. I'm sure. I think this has only been like a couple episodes that this. Yeah, you see them kind of hook up at one point. I get. I, I don't remember when, but they they kind of maybe it's like a season ago even at this point. I don't remember, but yeah, I don't remember either. We jump around a lot watching these episodes, yeah. so it's hard to keep track of where we're at. They they reference it and you see it and then like it only ever comes up again now, right? Yeah. Like, you, you don't ever really... It's not really important. It's it's just like, well, Bashir fucked Lita once, but I guess he just kept doing that. Kept I doing guess. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're in a relationship at this point. Yeah. We find out later that they're doing, like, a Bajoran ritual of breaking up, which involves going to a sex planet and having sex with different people, I guess. Yeah, go to the sex planet, fuck each other real hard a lot, and then just fuck everybody. Which is like, I, that's Ryza, right? Like, yeah, I don't think the Bajorans are really like, go and fuck a whole planet. Right, right. Up, but Lita's like, there's a loophole in here. We can fuck yeah. everybody. I'm gonna get a Ryza trip out of this breakup. That's what it, <laughs> that's what it is. But, like, Worf doesn't want them to come, but he allows them to come. And then they, when they're leaving, Quark shows up, and Worf doesn't want him to come, but he allows him to come. Yeah, and, and like, he, keeps, he keeps saying to Jedzia, we have much to discuss. It's like, is, yo, if anyone ever says that to me, like, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's, what are we, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's so important that we gotta, like... What, we stay up till 2 a.m., like, running in circles around each other, talking about shit? You know what I mean? Like, like It seems like what uh, it is, too, because, like, yeah. Dax is like, I can't... When they start talking when they arrive, he's like, we didn't come here so that we can fight again. Yeah. I'm like, this relationship so, sucks. So stop fighting. <laughs> like, right? Like... There's, like, a... There's a... Di I think there's supposed to be two sides to this. There's not. Warfare there's is not. a huge cockbag in this episode. Yeah, maybe in the 90s this was more like there was, like, people would think that Worf had a point. I, I don't think he does. Yeah, like, I would I would never, and I am never, like, this is like a 14-year-old relationship. Like, yeah. this is like when you're dating somebody in high school, and it's immature, and you're possessive and weird, right? And you don't really know how to, like, treat people yet because you're a child, uh, that's what Worf is in this whole yeah, episode. Like, Worf has a fucking son. Like, he should be beyond yeah. this point in his life, but I guess he did yeah. ditch his son, too, so. Well, he comes back soon. 
uh, and he's like 25 when he comes back, <laughs> even though he's eight. You get Which when really he gets puts two dicks. a different spin on the story he tells about his youth in this episode, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I always think about that. Yeah. Um, the I guess the other side of the coin is that Dax keeps doing shit against his wishes, like f- sort of forcing him into things he doesn't want to do. Like, yeah. He doesn't want to go to Ryza. He doesn't want people to come with them. He hates Quark, but like all of them right. get forced on him anyway. I guess uh, that like, does not give him the right to become an eco terrorist, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a fundamentalist Christian eco terrorist, yeah, right? Like, not great, Worf. Not great yeah, at all. Not a good look, Worf. Um, well, they were going to go to Earth. Like, how? Like Earth? Like it's it's not Ryza by no, any it's stretch. Not like a pleasure but, planet. Like all no, but all I wanted is for one person when this dude is like, "You're fucking lazy, and you need to learn about hard work again." To be like. Dude, I'm on. I'm a fucking rocket scientist, and I'm on exactly. Vacation. I've lived eight lifetimes, and uh, I'm a scientist who has like fifty-seven doctorates at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like what like, the fuck I, are you talking I about? My ass off, dog. I'm on yeah. vacation. I get yeah. one vacation every thousand seasons of the show. <laughs> give me a fucking break. Yeah, I would wreck that dude hard. I mean, plus. Like, in the time that you and I are recording this that we live in now, like, I, I have had enough of that. Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. That fundamentalist it's bootstraps horse yeah. shit. Fucking boomer shit. I'm tired of it. Like, let me fuck a fucking Ryzen with my Horgon out. I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. Ryzen's if I want to take my right, girlfriend man. and have a 75-person orgy on Ryza, that's what I'm going <laughs> to fucking go do. <laughs> the Ryzeans have it figured out, though, right? They're just like, look... We all want to fuck, all right? We see all these hot people, and we want to yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is put a horgon out, and someone who will come by who's attracted to you, and you'll fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. That's dope. <laughs> it's, it's fucking paradise, dude. It's goddamn paradise. And like, it's it's full. There's no STDs in the future. It's all curable. Yeah. Like, there's, <clears throat> there's no shame around sex in the future. Uh, except Odo, I guess, is ashamed, and Cisco, they're ashamed of it. They can't talk about it. But <laughs> I think they're supposed to be playing it like they're like giggly, like school kids. But <laughs> that kind of that kind of lessens it, right? I in Star Trek, like I always pictured, like I mean, you and I talk about this a lot. Like it's like there's a very healthy attitude toward sex because, like. You're you're mingling interspecies. Like you have to be open minded. Like you just have to be. There's a yeah. million things you got to think about with sex with a different species, right? Like, yeah, it's uh, the uh, what's weird to me is like the whole sort of like impetus of this episode. We're gonna take a break in a second, folks. I haven't forgotten the whole. <laughs> I'm, they were waiting for it. Where's the commercial? <laughs> I Where's love commercials. <laughs> the whole impetus of this episode is like Worf is controlling in general because he let loose once and he fucking murdered somebody. But yeah. he's breaking Dax's bones having sex. Right. Like, there's a disconnect here. I don't know if you can find it. Like, I think the real weather control system is Worf. <laughs> think about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, while you think, while you try and figure out what the hell that means, we're gonna take a quick break and be right <laughs> back after these messages. 
after these messages. We'll be right back. Yuck! Oh, I'd do anything to get Fruity Pebbles with new grape flavor. Hey, Rock Jones! Taste fruity delicious. Bonnie! It's time to make my grape escape. Post Fruity Pebbles cereal now with grape flavor. Part of this nutritious breakfast. Welcome back. Oh, your dreams were your ticket out. Fuck. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, M-Class Podcast, we're talking about Let He Use Without Sin. Uh, we are into Act 1 now. <laughs> I There's acts in this one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know about all that. It, it's the runabout scene. Yeah, so uh, I was interested... And knowing how fast a runabout is. Yeah, apparently uh, they say it's a relatively short trip, but it is also six hours. That's pretty short. I thought DS9 was like two fucking weeks away from anything. Yeah, so I, I don't know where... Well, we don't know when we're meeting them is the thing. Yeah, that's true. It could have been a couple days or something. Yeah. Um, it's like driving to Florida. Oh my fucking god. Is it like that? Because I've done that a bunch. Crystal drove... Here's like a nightmare scenario. Crystal Uh drove with no other adults with uh, six of her students to a academic uh, event in Florida from West Virginia. Yeah. That sounds terrible. In like a van? In a van, yeah. It's it's like a complete... She'd never driven anything that big either. Yeah. So it was like a million different small nightmares that add up to a massive nightmare. And she did it. I told the story on Continue about my grandmother driving to Florida with my dad, my mom, my grandmother. And she lost her fucking mind. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) My son won't feed me. She wanted meatloaf. (laughs) <laughs> and we were like, we're like, we're like, we're driving, we're driving. We're just like, my dad was a truck driver, so we're we like, you learn real quick. Like when you stop, you eat, you piss, you do what you, yeah, gotta you do, do all right? your stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's no like scheduled fucking dinner, right? Like you just eat what you get. You well, go to a fucking the, drive-through and yeah, eat it. Yeah, that's how right? a uh, road trip works. When yeah. you t- when you do your stops, you do everything you need to do. Yeah, you don't. There's no like, hey, pull over here. Let's take like time. Like fuck that. We're going. Yeah. Dude, I've always thought that it would be really cool to get one of those, like, really big, like, uh, RVs. Oh, fuck yeah. And just, like, drive around, and then, like, if you need to use the bathroom, you use it in there. You need to eat, you got a refrigerator. You want chill, you got a living room. Yeah, man. I love that shit. I've been big into the the van life now. (laughs) Oh, the creeper life? You're in a creeper life? (laughs) No, like, the people who, like, take vans, and they, like, make them comfy, and they, like, go to go camping in them and they just open the doors there's like a little kitchen in there like oh, a little man. bed like, that type of shit that's that's cool like what i always wanted when i had like a real people job and not like a yeah. freelance artist job like a i guess yeah. like a, the fey folk job that i have now <laughs> when i had a real people job uh i wanted to buy a van and uh just put a bed in the back of it yeah so no, i could man. just go out on my lunch break <laughs> i know i know it's sleep that's Instagram is like, I know Instagram's like poison that rots your brain or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like, well, so but like Twitter, I follow. Do that. Yeah, so does this podcast. Uh, but whoa! <laughs> but I like, I like look at all that shit and all that tiny house shit. I love that shit. I don't yeah. know why. It's I love it's, it. It looks so comfy. It's so it's comfy. so 
it's like a it's like a life size dollhouse. That's why it's yeah. cool, right? Well, that's what a, a runabout is. It's a comfy little RV that you could fly through space in. Yeah, that's uh, a good segue. Quark doesn't like it. He's mad about how he's just got a hole in the floor to poop in. I guess I don't know. He's mad. Yeah, he's mad that he sleeps on a cot in a, a spaceship that's going like five thousand times the speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's not fast enough for him. Yeah, he wants to get there yesterday. He's like my grandmother. He gives out Horgons, which is, like, extremely out of character for him that he would give anything. Yeah, you'd think he would be, like, there would be a line that would be, like, yeah, you owe me, like, ten latinum or something, yeah, right? Yeah, you like, owe me ten strips of latinum or yeah, something. yeah. But, like, there's not. He's just like, here, I'm I'm extremely charitable. He gets two for himself. Yeah, which is completely which is, unnecessary. <laughs> which is pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, one, one rise, uh, uh, Bashir and Lita go off to fuck. Yep, they're like, see you later, we're fucking. Quark uh, holds up his two Horgons. He does his normal Quark thing with the ladies, which is in character where he's like, hey, ladies. It's just real Except it works this time. Yeah. He gets fucking laid by these two hot Ryzean ladies. Because they're like, oh, we like Ferengi. Cool. Let's do it. One of them even knew about the Umox right away. She starts Umoxing him. Yeah. Uh, Worf is still wearing his uniform, which would have been a funny gag if it wasn't played so, like, unfunny. Yeah, they, like, make it, like, not interesting because they talk about it. They should have just been, like, let him do that the whole time, right? Like, like when she says, like, uh, shouldn't you, like, you need to change out of that uniform, he should have just, he should have just been, like, uh, like, said, like, maybe later or something. Or yeah. S- or agreed, but then never changed out of it. I that's will. Fun, yeah, like, I will, I will change my uniform when I want to. Yeah. Whatever, you know. It's a fun gag, but instead they yeah. have, like, a whole fucking conversation about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, Starfleet uniforms are meant for comfort. And it's like, oh, my God, you're on Ryza. You're on, like, the greatest place in the goddamn universe. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, takes her sarong off and shows her legs and uh, <laughs> she's already wearing, like, a one-piece bathing suit that you can see a lot of goodies in. Them some, goodies. some reason, that makes him stop being a crotchety asshole for a second. Yeah, he wants to fuck, because he's a red-blooded Klingon American, right? <laughs> he's, uh, he's Russian, but all right. <laughs> he's, he's a red-blooded Earth man who's um, a Klingon. Uh, yeah, I... I, I it's like he get. I, I don't understand. I don't understand him at boners. all. Because <laughs> uh, she, she takes her sarong off. But then a Randus shows up. Played, yeah. Played by Sexy McSexerton. Yep. Vanessa Williams. And uh, we learn that she uh, literally fucked Curzon Dax to death. Yeah. So you get a little bit of that, like, jealousy. Like, Worf's like, oh, I... You fucked my wife or my future wife, yeah, but it was you, you actually had sex with the old man that I would marry eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, War- he's like getting super uncomfortable with their conversation and everything, even though like he's had no interest before in Curzon Dax or anything that happened before, and he's not equated the two once up until yeah. Now. There's like a disconnect, like which adds to him being even shittier because. 
it's like, have you thought about this? Yeah. <laughs> like, have you thought about the relationship that you're in right now? Like, apparently not. He's just like, you should do everything I say because yeah. I'm the man, and this and he's is like the a, 1990s. He's a real big dick because, like, the Rysians, uh, like they're they're like euphemistic come on is to say is there anything you need meaning is there anything you need yeah, right because he's like did you need something from her yeah yeah and and he he's like we have everything we need which is like really like like it, it's kind of funny like when picard did it last episode right that we watched because yeah because he wasn't picard. trying to control a woman right because he's just <laughs> like he's just kind of shy but Worf is like it's it's getting real like like unhealthy around here real yeah. quick <laughs> she's like you're too controlling i'm gonna have some icoberry juice and he tries to control her because she's allergic yeah. to it yeah he's like don't eat the, don't drink the icoberry juice it makes your spots itch and she's like i fucking don't care yeah it's like me with dairy and josh with chocolate chocolate Fuck it. You know, we're still gonna have it. you gonna tell me not to eat chocolate fuck you i love um, chocolate <laughs> it, it hurts but it hurts good hurts so good it's necessary um but he kind of he's kind of like all right I'll put on my swimsuit and we'll go swimming whatever. Uh, he goes to his room and he's got like a gold speedo, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. <laughs> and I guess Michael Dorn was like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, nope, <laughs> sure I am not. <laughs> uh, and he's in his room and somehow a man walks in like. Completely uninvited, doesn't knock, nothing. He walks directly in and he goes, hope I'm not interrupting anything. How does this fucking guy know that Worf is, like, gonna like his shit, right? His fucking narc senses go off and he knows Worf's nearby. Yeah, like, what? I don't don't understand how Fullerton, that's this guy, right? Pascal Fullerton. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah, for a really awful person. This guy plays a shithead in everything. I don't know what else he's... He's in a ton of things, though. Uh, he's like a TV actor, man, right? Yeah, he, he always plays some kind of, like... Yeah. Mont, Monty Markham is his name. That's a hell of a name. Uh, he was in an episode of The Golden Girls. Of co- Fuck it, of course he was. I recognize him. Yeah, he's very recognizable, but, like, I couldn't fucking tell you where yeah. I've seen him. I love... I love the uh, the Golden Girls. Apparently, he was <laughs> he was the six million dollar man's more powerful and amorally renegade successor, the seven million dollar man. That's one more million dollars. He's worth a, a whole million more dollars. <laughs> Why don't they just make the six dollar mil- man six million dollar man a eight million dollar man? Where's uh, the Where's the end? I don't know. How much was the woman? Was she $6 million as well, or was she more? Well, I think women make, like, two-thirds what a man makes, That's so true. I think she was, like, the We're not $4 million dollar woman. <laughs> um, he was in a movie called Shame, and also in a movie called Shame on the Bixby Boys. Okay. So... Anyway, so in the episode, he, he plays Pascal Fullerton, who walks... That was the whole dossier on him, by the way. That's good. That's a good report. 
He comes in and he's like, uh, sorry if I'm bothering you. Uh, I'm part of the new essentialist movement, which doesn't sound like a cult. Don't think it does. Yeah, I don't know how anybody right now isn't like, uh, this is super fucking really, really red flaggy. It's like, sketchy as fuck. Yeah, this shit, this shit is crazy not okay, right? Yeah, he's like, this... Uh, he comes in and he's like, this federation is too lackadaisical. Yeah. <laughs> we must mold it like the clay it is. And Worf's like, uh-huh. I'm, I fucking, I agree, man. I agree, it, evil it's, villain. It's appealing to his more Klingon-y uh, senses, I guess, I know, right? He's a shitty Klingon, dude. Like, if a Klingon, <laughs> if this dude came in and he was like, this place is too debaucherous, a real Klingon would be like, fuck you, and shoot Yeah. Him. Well, that's what Dax says that. He's like, she's like, I never met a Klingon who had more trouble partying, right? Yeah, like, Klingons party. It's what they do. Yeah, they love drinking and letting loose, but, like, Worf is, I mean, I guess we kind of find out why, I guess, but, yeah, like. it's true. Worf it's, is like a, like a Vulcan Klingon. Yeah, he's like a fucking celibate asshole. Yeah. He's like an incel. He acts like what in this episode, yeah, man? Like he's, he's a trying dick. to control her, and like this fucking like old white man tells him there's a better way, and he believes it. Yeah, this old white Nazi comes over and says like, <laughs> "Hey, we need to start like fucking being like crazy weird conservative," and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women aren't shit. You're right. Yeah, I fucking hate women." Uh, <laughs> full like he's Worf is walking around like, "Hi, give me some literature. It's really good." And Dax yeah. is like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? We're at this point, at this point, that would have been it for me. I'd have been like, you know what? Ah, uh, we're good. <laughs> they they walk in on Lita about to about to get sexed up by some muscle man. Yeah, not Bashir. Not Bashir. Uh, I said a muscle man, so everybody knew it wasn't Bashir. Uh, <laughs> Damn, dunked on. The glass broke. It's raining on He's you. He's on fire. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Yo, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Great. Yeah, I love ever. that game. I love that game. Um, she's like, you guys want to join us? And they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not a good idea. Worf's mad. He's like, I can't believe she would do that to Dr. Bashir. She dishonors herself. A man who I have never expressed any like of the entire time I've been (laughs) He's just picking, like, just like every hyper-conservative bullshit ever. He's just picking stances to to, hills to die on, right? He's going to die on this hill now. Great. Dax is like, this is none of our business. Yeah. We need to stay out of it. We have none no idea what's going on, right? Yeah. Which is so completely rational. Yeah. It's almost too rational. And uh, she's like, let's just go see the sights and have a romantic time. And then PNV, right? Yeah, PNV. And Worf's like, no, I want to go to this Nazi rally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of paradise. How can I fuck it up? I'm going to ruin everything for everyone. God, it's so human. He's, like, so human. At, uh, they go to the rally. Uh, Bashir is there for some reason. <laughs> well, well, Bashir's fucking some lady. Yeah, he's, he's just like, making, making out, out with some lady. Worf's mad about that. He's like, like fuck this guy now. And, and it's like... And, and Dax is like, see? Like, we don't know. Like, yeah, who knows, we don't right? We know what the situation is, dude. Yeah. Like, 
we're completely disconnected. And he's like, also, it's the future. Maybe people just be fucking everybody. Who cares? Yeah, this is like some moral panic shit, right? Like this yes. is like yes. Worf would have been parent number one. Like Alexander would have come home and been like, I love playing this new game called D and D. And Worf would have been parent number one at the rally, burning the boxes, being like, it's Satanism. It's very um. 1920s alcohol abolition oh, yeah. too Absolutely. because then like really really soon we we see them what exactly like what old ladies used to do in the 20s with with before alcohol was uh uh outlawed they would go into bars with bats and shit and just break up the place yeah they do, and like they do smash up the place which seems like you would get thrown out You'd have to leave, but yeah. They don't. But the Rhysians are so evolved, like they're so they they're so pacifist that they're just like whatever. Yeah, they're like they didn't hurt anybody. It doesn't really yeah. matter. They're like it's fine, whatever. Which is like turn the other cheek as fuck. They're like Christ like, right? Like they're just like yeah. hey, whatever. Fullerton gets up there and he just spouts some fucking full on Nazi propaganda. Oh my god, it's 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 like straw man after straw yeah, man. He's after like straw man. you guys are here like having fun uh, and what happens if the Borg or the Dominion show right. up? Then what are you going to do? And it's like, so that's should the, we just like fucking have guns all the time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we should wallow in our fear, right? Yeah. That's the whole reason there should be Ryza. Is like, hey, any minute the Borg could come rolling in and all this is gone, right? So like, let's like live it the fuck up. Yeah, they're like, this is a vacation planet. <laughs> yeah. This is not... Work time. Everybody on that planet has something that they do for a living, or right. maybe not. I don't. It doesn't matter. But like, this is vacation, man. Fucking get over it. Like, if this was Starfleet headquarters, maybe, right? Yeah. Maybe you'd be like, hey, maybe we should like pay attention to space and stuff. Like, if, <laughs> but if like, I went to Starfleet headquarters and everybody was just Jamaharaning everywhere, I'd be like, yeah. look, we have a planet for this. We yeah. should be doing some work here, right? There's a time and a place. But Worf is like, yeah, I fucking love Nazis. And <laughs> yeah. They, they like, they all sort of get together and um, they're like, they're sort of debating it, the whole situation. Like, Worf is super pro Fullerton and Bashir is like, look. Uh, or Worf's like, yeah, the Klingons saw the Federation as weak and that's why they like still want to attack us, even yeah. though they know they were. Uh, Manipulated by the changeling, he he's seeing things where there's no connect. It's he's conspiracy theorying, right? Yeah, well, Bashir's straight up like none of this has anything to do with Ryza, right? He's like, and and Worf's like, we don't know that, and and at that point, like, there's no, there's yeah, no arguing. Like, Worf like, is full on QAnon, like, yeah, yeah. Just fucking. What about the pizza place, like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza place on Ryza, they're stealing kids. <laughs> Dax is like, look, everybody needs a vacation, like, especially, yeah. like, we, we're defending the Federation, and, like, I'm going to use my vacation while I get Yeah, it. she says that, she's like, I've spent lifetimes defending yeah. the Federation, like, I'm not, I'm not interested in this, I, I just want to lay like, down. unswayed by yeah. this, like, and... Lita shows up and they uh, Bashir and her kiss and Worf is mad as fuck. He's like, "What the fuck are you two doing? You're dishonoring each other." <laughs> They're at like uh, Starbucks, right? They're like on yeah. like Rise of Starbucks. Dude, I would love if everybody in the background like turned and looked. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and like he's like, 
God damn it. And he's like causing this fucking scene. Dude, he's a fucking killjoy, man. He really is. He's a super buzzkill. I went on vacation right when we were out of high school. I think it was the year I turned 21. And it was me and a bunch of friends. And uh, one one guy who got the whole thing together and like organized it was Worf the whole time uh, we were there. And everybody was Jamaharaning all week, right? We had just turned 21, so we were drinking like excessively mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was a great fucking time and this guy was just he was felt left out or he was just he was just fucking weird man it was so weird that's what this reminds me of just fucking let yourself have fun just have yeah. some fun re fucking lax yeah <laughs> Worf can't relax. It is not in his character to relax. He drinks in a fucking prune juice. What's his problem? Yeah, he should definitely. He's not backed up. It's definitely that, not the problem. That butthole is like a nuclear clock at this point. <laughs> it's like an atomic fucking clock that like the other most clocks. Regular man in space, Worf, <laughs> son of Moog. <laughs> fucking uh. ridiculous. But uh, this is when they talk about the rite of separation, which is yeah. an, an ancient Bajoran tradition that uh, ends a relationship. This so shit made why, me laugh hard. It's why they're f- fucking these other people, and uh, they make excuses to each other so that they could go have sex with each other, which I find <laughs> very funny. It's really like... It's really like simultaneously like extremely healthy, but also like... Why can't you just fuck each other, right? Like, why can't you just, like, yeah. just fuck? Because people do that. I think it's because she's Bajoran, which is, like, really kind of a conservative society. Like, it's just a way to skirt the Bajoran rules on, like, what's decent and right. Yeah, she's. I guess she's a little more, like... Uh, out there for Bajorans, right? Yeah, she's not. She's not an extreme. She's not like a Kira. Who's, Kira becomes like an extremely religious person. Yeah, she doesn't start out that way so much, but she becomes that way. But Lita never does. She's always just Lita's sort of always at been the yeah. edge of yeah. the Bajoran religion. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard learning curve for most Bajorans, right? This is their like growing up phase. But Lita's already like, hey, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. She's she's much more cosmopolitan. Yeah, exactly. That's than the other word. Bajorans. Yeah, uh, but they excuse themselves. Excuse us. We need to go fuck. Yep. And Dax is is still just trying to get Worf to shut the hell up and have a yeah. good time. But uh, then the fundamentalists, the new essentialist movement, break in and start destroying shit with phaser rifles. Yeah, they have phasers, and then there's a bullion who looks like every dickhead you've ever seen at some fucking dickhead rally, right? Like, yeah, he's like a skinhead Bolian. Yeah, he's a skinhead well, Bolian. All, all Bolians are bald, but this is the only skinhead Bolian. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, ripping down all the drapes and shit and yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, Dax is, like, uh, you know, on my count, three, two, and Fullerton comes in and he's like, that's enough. I think they got the point. Yeah. And, uh... Dax steals a phaser. Uh, it's empty. There are no energy cells in it. Yeah. Philotrin's like, this is how vulnerable, you, vulnerable you've become because you're on vacation and I attacked you on vacation. Like an <laughs> asshole. Right. I'm a, I'm a fucking criminal. Yeah. But you're the ones who are vulnerable. It's fucking crazy, dude. I'm a literal terrorist. Yeah. 
because yes. I'm sowing terror on purpose to get my point across. Yeah, I wouldn't think the Federation would take too kindly to that. No, but like Worf is like, I can't condone your. She, he's like, well, what do you think, Worf? And he's like, well, I can't condone your actions. And there's a right. very pregnant pause after that where you know there's a but there. Yeah. Because Worf loves Nazis. Yeah, he's a Nazi now. Cool. Dax is like, look, I could threaten you. Uh, Dax is like, look, I could arrest you because I'm a Starfleet officer. Yeah. And apparently we can do that. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I guess it's kind of like they act as sort of like the FBI, right? And that's the thing about this whole scene is like, like Fullerton then is like, well, you know, it wouldn't do any good because the Rysians don't have the stomach for that. It's like, I'm pretty sure terrorism is like a federal fucking crime, dude. Yeah, like terrorism <laughs> is a crime against the Federation. Yeah. Ryza is a Federation planet. Right. Like, so they just sort of sweep that under the rug. Like, yeah, the Rysians won't prosecute. Right. They won't. It's like, it doesn't, it wouldn't matter in America. Like it wouldn't matter. Well, it used to not matter, <laughs> but yeah, well, times have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dax and Worf have a whole argument. Yep. This episode's great. It's like watching a soap opera. Yeah, they have a whole fucking, like, blow-up where uh, Worf is 100% wrong and Dax is 100% right. <laughs> and uh, I think we've all been on one side or the other of, uh, of that these conversation many a yeah. time. Yeah, yep. But, um... He's he's like you, I need to know that you're taking the relationship as serious as I do, and she's like, "Well, you're like taking this to such an extreme that no one could take it as seriously as you." Yeah, do. it's un, it's a uh, un. What's the word I'm looking for? Untenable. It's untenable. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't be. It's 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 borderline abusive at this yeah. point. <laughs> like, Straight up tells him like you can't control me, and I yeah. all I want is for you to be more relaxed. He's like all I want is for you to take this more seriously, and they agree that neither of them will change who they right. are for the other person, which is right. the only healthy thing that's said during the entire fights. Yeah, but it's like. I- you're just gonna drive yourself crazy. Yeah, break up. You should not yeah. be together. You, it's unhealthy. Like this is unfucking healthy. Yeah, I don't know. It the is. sex must be amazing because I mean, Jesus, yeah, fuck, like, dude. They have nothing in common. What do yeah. they do all day? Which is bullshit. Because like four episodes ago, they're like, I love. You. They're just fucking in love, right? It's yeah. so weird. Like. It's like, like the the Iris Stephen Bear and other three name guy whose name I forget already. They came in and they were like, "Why the fuck are these two characters together?" Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, like they would not know. get along." Let's write that. Yeah, but they like make Worf like I know like like in this show especially Worf is like, "Well, on the Enterprise," and then somebody's like, "Well, this ain't the Enterprise, right?" Like, yeah. but he he's like has like they write him to be, like, completely unadaptable. Like, he can't fucking deal with that he's on Deep Space Nine now. Which is weird as fuck. Yeah, he had to have... He was a lieutenant. Yeah. At the the beginning of of, uh, TNG, he had to have been on other ships before. He went through Starfleet, which is hard as shit. Yeah. Like, he's trained for this crap, dude. Like He's a fucking Klingon. I understand having difficulty adapting to not being on the Enterprise after he's been on there for like seven years. Right, with your friends and your family. They're like your family. They're like your family, but like he would adapt eventually. Yeah, he's a little slow. He just never does. They just write him that way because I think it's like 
that's how they kind of picture him. And it's really weird. It's like, I've talked about this before, that, like, during the 80s and 90s, like, especially during the 80s, but, like, during the 90s as well, all cartoons and a lot of media meant for teenagers as well had to have one character who was just a huge piece of shit. Simon Belmont. That was, that character was always wrong, and he was, he, it's always usually a dude. Yeah. He was meant to be the example that you don't follow, because uh, he's always against the group. Falco from Star Fox. Yeah, he's always against the group, and he's always proven wrong. Right. And he always joins what the group wants to do eventually, anyway. Because yeah, the group is always right. Right. Like, group that's thinking. the idea. And yep. to go your own way makes you a piece of shit, and you never should. And I feel <laughs> like this is so late for it to be happening, but it seems like that's what Worf is. It's late for it to be happening, and it's the wrong venue for it. To, it's yes. Star Trek, for fuck's sake, right? Like, it's not... And I know Deep Space Nine, like, they're sticking with that things aren't always perfect, right? Because yeah. that's the theme of DS9, is, like, we're out on the fringes, Starfleet's not super uh, effective out here, right? Like, our, our ideals as Starfleet officers don't always play out here. But you're on Ryza, and that's, like, the heart of the Federation, man. That's, like, two seconds from Earth, from what I understand. So, it's, it's I, I don't not, know. Fullerton's message is nothing. Because he's, like, the Federation isn't working as hard as it should, but, like, it is. Right. He's on the one planet where they have vacations, and he's mad that they're having a vacation. Yeah, the Federation is so together that there's literally a fuck planet. <laughs> yeah. There's a planet for everything, man. But he's like, yeah. he's mad that anyone would ever take a vacation, which is like probably the most boomer thing. Oh, man, it's so... This really... I think partially why we, we hate this episode. I'm just going to put words in your mouth, because I... Yeah, put a, put whatever you want in my mouth. I, well, let's get a Ryza. <laughs> I'll be putting more than your mouth. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk about this later. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't remember... <laughs> It's about Fullerton. Why, why um, we don't like this episode? Yeah, because he—I think it strikes a chord with us and our generation as uh, early millennials. Because this is so much like lead, lead brain boomer shit, right? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, how, how never dare stop people, working. Yeah, how dare you people have a vacation? Like one vacation? Oh, you, you want be dental working. care? Fucking pull yourself up by your boob straps. Boob straps. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> Dax goes to, like, see the room that the Essentialists tip things over in. Yeah. And Arandis is there, Vanessa Williams, and she's like, ah, you know, it's fine, whatever. Fullerton just needs to get get some ass. Yeah, she says, I think he needs Jamara, which is a pretty funny line. Yeah, and Dax is like, they laugh about it, and then Dax is like, yeah, like, Worf's a piece of shit, right? And yeah. Arandis is like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trust me. Everyone heard about what happened. At Everyone's the like, Starbucks. stay away from the fucking Klingon from Starbucks. He's crazy. Uh, Lita and Bashir do their separation ceremony. And Which is goofy as shit, by the way. Yeah, it is goofy. And Quark is mad because he was expecting them to fight. Yeah. 
and then Lady's like, oh, now I can be honest about my feelings. Yeah, and Bashir's like, wait, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I was thinking about another man when I was with you. And, like, Quark's like, it's gotta be me. <laughs> and uh, when she says it's Rom, they have this goofy Rom Dude, reaction. It's, it, it's pretty good. That's really pretty good. I enjoy it. Yeah, they're like he's. She's like he's so sexy. And she's so cute and so sexy. And she Dude. walks away, and they're like cute, sexy. Rom? <laughs> <laughs> and then the best line in the whole episode, uh, Quark gives Bashir his uh, horgon. He's like, "Yeah, you need this more than I do." <laughs> That's great. That's great. That is a really good moment. That's my it's, favorite it's moment of the whole episode. Perfect, because it's Quark, right? Like, this dude yes. is like, wow, wow, you got fucked, dude. The lowest <laughs> of the low, and he yeah. still knows that you're lower now. Yep. <laughs> uh, Worf walks in on Dax having uh, the most orgasmic sculpting session, clay sculpting session dude. anyone's ever had. Even the ghost scene doesn't match this one. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, I don't know. If I walked in on, like, my lady and she was, like, just orgasming, making a, making some clay, I think I would be more concerned about, like, the mental health than I would <laughs> I would, yeah, I probably would assume that they were, like, on ecstasy. Like, that's like, what my first yeah, thought was, exactly. like, are they like, on... Are you, are you fucking okay? Did What's they take, happening? Did they take fucking Molly without me? That's what I would think. I'd be like, Damn. these guys are rolling on Molly. Wait for me. What yeah. You, well, of course I would never be in Worf's position anyway, because I'm right. not, like, a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, no, I, I really I hate Worf in this episode. I no, love he's terrible. Worf, but he's I terrible. hate him in this episode. Yeah, agreed. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, Quark, uh, Quark, and Bashir have like a sit down with Dax. And uh, oh um, yeah, I was real. I gotta be honest with you, I fell asleep real soon. <laughs> Yeah, this episode kind of keeps going, right? I like. I was like watching it last night, and I was like, I remember this, and then I just fell asleep, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh. Let's actually take a break after that. We'll uh, come back and talk about uh, the end of this episode because it's a ways away. But man, we're gonna fucking rush through some of this. There's right? like 15 minutes. Uh, all right, we'll talk about it. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Yo, video game dudes, talk to me. This is James Genie from Kaloo, the awesome video game enhancer for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Attach it to most of your video games. Double Dragon 3 or Super Mario Bros. 3. You can go to any level, live forever, jump higher, make your own effects, and get radical firepower. Go to any level, jump higher, stay bigger, live forever. Game Genie, the radical video game enhancer. Welcome back. We're talking about Eco Terrorism 101, the Star Trek <laughs> Deep Space Nine episode. <laughs> Hopefully, you can learn everything you need to know about eco terrorism. Is your planet run by an, an elaborate weather control modification system? Here's how to throw a wrench in there. Here's how to extremely easily hack it. Apparently, it's guarded by nobody. Yeah. 
Um, Quark and Bashir hear out Docs about what happened, and Bashir is like, I may have been on Worf's side if I was there. It's uh, it's really weird. Which is stupid and as fuck. It's like I guess it's like stupid you as said yeah. in the nineties. Maybe this would have played differently. It's stupid as fuck because like the only reason I guess like, and I'm not defending this at all, but I guess the 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 thinking here is, uh, in the writers' room that well Bashir was just spurned, so. We're gonna make him a dumb man too, yeah, he also or something. Doesn't think about the way women would see the situation whatsoever, right? And he has but, this whole thing about like figuring Dax out is what was so intriguing, but it's also why I'd stop trying to chase her, right? Which is which like, is she's right to be like, please stop talking about me like I'm not in the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her and him and Cork are like, ah, yeah, Dax is hot, but also oh, she's a pain in the ass, and yeah. it's like, guys, she has she has thoughts and feelings of her own, fucking right. ridiculous. And it's like, weren't you guys just like double teaming fucking two Rising ladies five <laughs> seconds ago? Didn't you just like London Bridge some Rising yeah, chick? I'm gonna call it Eiffel Tower. Yeah, you Eiffel Towering that fucking like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Ugh. <laughs> but, uh, like, Worf and Fullerton come in, and uh, Fullerton's like, hey... Well, first off, like, lightning and thunder happen, right? Which is not supposed to happen on Ryza. Lightning and the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's not supposed to happen on Ryza. No. So they all, like, run under the shelter, and that's when Fullerton and his goon squad shows his up. His fucking brown shirts, dude. And Worf is there, and Fullerton's like, see, you babies couldn't even handle rain, you bunch of pussies. And it's like, Pull yourself yeah. up by your bootstraps. It's like, anyone would do that. Yeah. It. Uh, he's, he's like, I had to walk uphill 15 miles in the rain both ways back in my day our sex planets had thunderstorms go down to the corner store and ask for a job that's what I did pay for college by getting a summer internship <laughs> but he gives this whole fucking spiel about the dominion and everything and like uh, they come up and they're like, Worf, have you lost your fucking mind, dude? What are you doing? Yeah, Worf's straight up fucking brainwashed yeah, at like, this point. This is Worf's idea, by the way. Right. Like it's, oh, because that's right. He goes to him and he says, I think I know how to do make people leave. And yeah. it's like, great. Like He hacks into the mainframe and uh, he hacks the planet, literally. <laughs> and, yeah. And they're like, have you lost your fucking mind? And he's like, no, the Dominion is going to invade and kill us all, and I'm So scared. I needed to make thunderstorms happen. I'm scared. I'm scared, scared boy. This is like some fucking Unabomber shit at this point. Yeah, dude. and this, he's, this he just leaves. He's like, I don't want to fucking argue with you guys, so bye. Yeah. This is like a ten years in prison. Yeah, absolutely. Of, he should have been thing. on that planet with Tom Paris when they went to go pick him up. Yeah, he definitely... Uh, he definitely would be not in Starfleet anymore after no. this. No, like Tom. It's Par crazy. Tom Paris, the way he even describes the situation that got him sent to jail, sounds like it was an accident. Yeah, like even when they're like he did this and ended up in jail, you're like mm, that sounds a little bit like an accident. 
Yeah, it could have gone this either on way. Purpose. Yeah, Worf, Worf legitimately commits an act of terrorism. Yeah, I mean, it's just thunderstorms or whatever, but he did hack a planet. Like, that's no bueno. You can't I'm do that. pretty sure you can't do that. Like, I'm pretty sure that, yeah. like, the weather modification system is, like, highly sensitive, right? It's a weather modification system, for fuck's sake. And here's what lets me know that the writers of this show, Iris Stephen Bear and Three Names. <laughs> old Three Names. Old Three Names. Uh, are a little bit on Fullerton's side. Yeah. Everyone on the planet immediately becomes so depressed and despondent because it's raining. Right. It's like you're still on a fuck planet, dude. Like yeah, you were all just fucking inside anyway. What's the diff? What's I, the diff? I, 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 <laughs> What's the diff? Yeah. Get the net, guys. <laughs> He's Randis is like, let's all play hoverball, and nobody wants to play hoverball. Uh, yeah, she's trying to like get everybody excited and shit. I, I feel like this is, like, a child-like response based on, like, like in the writer's room, they're like, you guys know when you're on vacation and it starts to rain and it's nothing to do? And it's like, no. <laughs> There's always something to do. Yeah. There's always something to do. Here's the thing. When I'm on vacation, I absolutely love just sitting around doing nothing. That's yeah, that's great. the whole fucking point of a vacation. But, yes. And also, rain is extremely relaxing. <laughs> yeah, do you ever listen to some fucking thunder? It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. But I like, do that at night. I put on that ASMR thunder bullshit. It doesn't help, but I love it. It feels nice. Yeah. But like, everybody on the planet's sad because it's raining. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. This is bad writing. Yeah, what, yeah it's really bad. It's, what what it's should happen is that everybody still has a great time. And that's why Fullerton gets mad. Exactly. Exactly. It shouldn't work. And they should be like, well, we got to up the ante now. That's like, that's way better. Which is like, I love Deep Space Nine, but there is this, like, both sides-ism that Deep Space Nine gets into yeah, sometimes that, that goes a yeah. little too far. Especially knowing what we know now, right? Yes. Like, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, like, like... Like, this episode is yeah. full on, like, both sides-ism. Like, right. she... Uh, a... a Arachnid Arandus says <laughs> Arandus says maybe Fullerton was right and we've forgotten how to deal with adversity and I'm like you've got to be fucking shitting me with this episode yeah the adversity you're dealing with right now is that people hate the way like like this is completely like totally against the fucking prime directive like the Rysians are a, 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 a culture that this is what they do Right. Yeah. They and Ar- on and this. Fullerton is is showing up and like oppressing their culture basically because he's like fucking stop fucking each other. Everyone worship Jesus or whatever the fuck he <laughs> said. Right. Whatever his deal is. Yeah. Like Worf gives the remote control to Fullerton and he's like, yeah. The so people are leaving and the message is spreading. So we did good. Bye bye. I'm leaving now. I'm leaving you I'm with gonna, this extremely dangerous machine right. that I've made. Here's the Death Star remote. Use it wisely. And Fullerton's like, we need to take things further. Of course, of course, because that's how it always is. Right. It has to escalate. Yeah. Fascism always escalates to more fascism. And now we have another fight. Between Dice and Worf, like the oh third or fourth in the episode. Uh, and yeah. Dice is like, look, this isn't about 
any this isn't about Riza, this isn't about the Nazi movement, this isn't <laughs> about Arachnid, this is about <laughs> me and you. Yeah. And he's like, you flatter yourself. Blah. Dude, this dude says 10 or 12 things in this episode that would immediately get him broken up with with anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Like like you said, the sex has to be great. There's no other I, way around. There's no other explanation. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> he's, like, you know, being a, a big fucking baby. And she's like, look, uh, you're a great example of, like, Klingon honor and bravery and upstandingness. But you, like... You can't party worth a shit. You have no enjoyment of life. You got no chill, my dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got zero chill. She's like, Klingons love to party and have a great time. Like, what yeah. the fuck happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you, man? <laughs> you used to be cool. Yeah, I thought you were cool, man. What happened to you? And, yeah. But Worf is like, when I was a boy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Flashback scene. <laughs> On the farm world of Galt. <laughs> uh, which I guess was a Russian farm world. <laughs> sure. Galt. I was the most fearless child. I was the best soccer player there ever was. He captained a school soccer team and uh, he headed the ball. He, he hit the ball with his head at the same time as another boy and cracked his fucking skull open and killed him. Yeah, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah, snapped his neck. And the boy, uh, I think the most chilling part of the story is probably the most overlooked part, is that he's, he says, and the boy died the next day. Yeah, he suffered for like a whole day. That is bone chilling. <laughs> it's, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty fucking brutal. And he's like, humans are fragile. And right. to us Klingons, us big, strong, proud Klingons. The two dick having Klingons, yeah. And uh, the only way I'm ever going to be able to live amongst them is if, like, I restrain myself. He's like Clark Kent. Yeah. Well, the thing is, but like, there's, there's that whole, like, man of steel, woman of Kleenex thing. <laughs> right, which is, right. like, I think whoever wrote that maybe vastly misunderstands, like, how sex works. Because, like, yeah. I don't, like fucking i don't think people are like flexing their whole body muscles grabbing onto someone like <laughs> yeah that's like some like watch too much porn shit yeah. right <laughs> we're like when you watch porn and like a dude is just like plowing whoever a Jack woman and another dude whatever like, whatever porn you're into right like, like to the point where like if this wasn't a porn star they would be like Injury yeah, happening. there would be there. You could have sex like that once a month. Of course, right? I do it every time, but like that's right. just me. But well, like, you and I, <laughs> you and I, just like fuck each other raw. Yeah, dude. with my like, totally real giant wiener. Yeah, we're just like we're in the hospital. Like, yeah, uh, they're don't, like, why? Don't ever doubt my sexual prowess. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and they're like, why are you guys so good at sex so much? And yeah, we're like, you know how it is. Every time, and every we're like, time. yeah, <laughs> you know. Put that in your medical books. Uh, I, I do think that just has a, a like a vast misunderstanding of like. Yeah. It's the like, idealized if, version. If you of, have of sex, sex with a dude who goes to the gym a lot, he's not gonna fucking like rip your arms off. <laughs> like, right. Right. It's it's a physical activity, but like it's also not like you're not like lifting a car. Like, <laughs> right? Clark, like Clark Kent can like fucking like pick up a glass. 
and not yeah. shatter it into a million yeah. pieces. Like, yeah. Maybe he's um, not going to have the best time having sex, but, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he needs to have sex with uh, Darkseid so he can really let loose, right? Yeah. I don't. It's a city of paper, but your ass can take it, right? <laughs> That's what he said just, to Darkseid. I think we just wrote, like, a fanfic here. <laughs> we wrote a fanfic while we're talking about an episode that is fanfic. It's true. It's fitting. It is. But uh, he's like, that's why I have to restrain myself all the time. And um, Dax is like, oh, man, that fucking sucks, dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're such a nerd. I get it. And they have, like, a promise back and forth about, like, how they'll never hurt each other or whatever. And um, she's like, you can't control me, but you you just have to trust me. And somehow this changes the whole situation for them, even though they still have all the same problems. Yeah, they got problems to work through, right? Like, I mean, Worf definitely has got to, like, like calm the fuck down. Like, I've dated women like Dax, and Mm. I learned real quick that you don't tell somebody like that how it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you you just you have to I really I really like treasured my time with the person who is like most like her cuz it taught me to grow up it taught me yeah. to fucking accept people like it's just going to be what it is and it lasted for how long it lasted and that's it it taught me a lot about attachment in and very in a very buddhist way like there there's no you're not in control of anything or no. anyone <laughs> You have to, if you're in a relationship with someone, like any type of relationship, yeah. like friendship, yeah. like friends with benefits, yes. fucking like uh, right. girlfriend, boyfriend, marriage, any type of relationship, right. you have to respect the other person's autonomy. Yes. It's the- super healthy to not be around each other all the time. Yeah, like- it's super healthy not to tell them who they can and. Yeah. And not hang out with, like, you know they're, what I mean? They're like, another human being that yeah. has thoughts, feelings, emotions, desires, yeah. and dreams of their own, and you need to respect that, right? And you right. need to treasure that in them because th- that should be the reason why you fall why in you love, love with them. them. Yes, that's or exactly why you correct. fall and fuck with them. <laughs> Hopefully both. <laughs> Hopefully both. Although it's not necessary. Like, there are a lot of asexual people out there. I'm not going right. to trample on your love. Right. It can, um, it can be anything, right? It's, it's, it's what works for you. But yeah. not. But what's, what's going on with Worf and Dax? That shit it's is. Super unhealthy. It's yeah, so it, fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And it, it, what's fucked up about this episode is it's fucked up just because it is at this point. Like, there's no reason yeah. for this, right? Like, and there's no fixing this at this yeah. point. Like, either they learn to accept each other and trust yeah. each other, or this relationship is done. <laughs> I guess they do because fucking they've yeah. got two more seasons of this or one and a half more seasons of this. Spoilers, but yeah, um, well. You should have watched the show. By the now. whole the show is a spoiler. There's no way around it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry. Um, an earthquake happens. That's not supposed to happen. What the fuck? Yeah, earthquakes are a thing in the past, dog. They're like, look, Fullerton had to have done this. There's an earthquake, and then Dax looks at the camera and she goes, Fullerton. Like they run in, and Fullerton's like, "Aha, Worf, my best friend. I did, I did good." <laughs> and Worf's like, "No, you did bad." 
And he's like, the Federation will persevere against the Dominion and people like you. Yep. And Fullerton's like, yo, bitch! And he slaps him. (laughs) And then Worf just throws him across the room like a rag doll. There you go. There's that Klingon versus humans shit. It all comes back. I always wonder, like, are Klingons... As strong as Vulcans, because Vulcans I, are described as being three times stronger than a human being. I th- think so. I, if not, maybe a little stronger. I always kind of think of it as like in terms of Enterprise, right? Like mm-hmm. both the Klingons and the Vulcans at that point in their evolution or history or whatever, they're pretty equal, right? Like the Klingons don't fuck with the Vulcans, and the Vulcans don't fuck with the Klingons. Like. Yeah. There's kind of like a, we don't mess with each other because we're both super strong. Both, like, technologically and physically, right? Yeah. That's kind of how I th- picture well, it. The way I kind of picture it is, like, they're, Klingons are probably somewhere near as strong as Vulcans. Yeah. Either, like, like physically or, like, they're either more stronger or a little less strong. I think they're stronger. Weaker. And but, I always think... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, but they're, like, armored. They're like physically. Right. They have like a carapace. Like, yeah. The, so they the can Vulcans, take way more damage. The Vulcan strength is like their mind, right? They're they're extremely intelligent. Think of it as like a D and D campaign, right? Uh, Vulcans are are highly intelligent. They're like wizards, but they're also like battle mages. Uh, yeah. Vulcans are like orcs, like they're they're really really strong. Yeah, they're right? full on like barbarian yeah. class orcs. Uh, yeah. Andorians are like like super agile. Like they're they're a little less strong than Vulcans, probably a yeah. lot. So Andorians a little stronger are like than Dex fighters. Right? Yes, like full like, on dexterity. They're like they're like uh, rogues. Like they're yeah. they're super fast, right? And humans are just stupid humans. Humans are humans in every setting. They're the jack of all trades, balanced. Tellarites are dwarves. There you go. Although I do really like that, like, Andorians are physically weaker than humans. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fun, like, where humans aren't just the, like, basic and everyone else is better. You could take an Andorian to, like, a desert and they'd be super fucked, right? Because, like, they they can't handle that shit. And, like, a a phaser set on a too high of a stun level will kill them. Right. If they don't handle, like... Well, they have like Anything. a low. If you're in D and D terms, they have a low constitution score. Yeah, yeah. I love D and D. Anyway, yep. <laughs> yep, it's great. <laughs> um, I guess we were closer to the end because after like Worf throws Fullerton across the room and Fullerton like baby turtles all over the ground for a while, <laughs> they just leave with the remote. And uh, I guess nothing ever happens to Fullerton. He just keeps to keeps doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Did he learn a lesson? Probably not. Did they Do- put the remote that controls the weather back on the TV stand of weather? <laughs> <laughs> like, Where's the remote? Ever learn lessons? No. No, they never do. You gotta kill them. That's how they learn. They're all strolling. <laughs> they're all strolling along on the beach, and Quark mentions that Bashir was at breakfast, but he had a horgon, so he's definitely fucking. Oh, did he fuck last night? He's fucking I, every night. I don't night. remember. I don't honestly. I don't remember this part. I totally was asleep, and I at this point I was like, I remember that the control system gets like under control. I remember yeah, that. It's like a beautiful day, and they're walking along the beach, all of them, and. 
Quark is like, I can't believe that the weather turns nice on the day that we're leaving. Which is so stupid, because it's what every goddamn mom has ever said. Like, I remember going to the beach with my grandparents, and they said that same stupid shit, right? Like, like my mom Quark said it. Yeah, my my grandma Quark was once like, I can't believe that we were leaving today and the sun is out. Oh, God. Wow, that really hit a button for you, huh? (laughs) Dude, my family, they complain about the weather so much. Like... My family is so boomery about the weather. They, they're they like, the weather people never get it right. I had to try to explain to them like how fucking difficult it is to predict an entire ecosystem's worth of weather. And we're really yeah. fucking good at it. Like, we're really goddamn good at predicting the weather, right? Like and Getting it right any percent of the time is a miracle. I had to explain like how they like divide the layers of the atmosphere into these quadrants and how they like mathematically like predict what's going to happen in each of those it's like trillions of square feet right like the whole family was like science dude i was like i get so mad at my mom when she says this shit because it's like mom like it's the weather like it's not 100 percent predictable like i don't understand like how you don't understand this Like, yeah, I don't get it. It's probability. It's probably will rain is what they say, right? Yeah, it's it's all it's a it's estimation. It's yeah. uh it's in, what is it called uh educated guessing is what it yeah. is. It's we're just we're just assuming that maybe here it will rain at three o'clock, right? If it yeah. doesn't, so be it. Uh Lita and Quark fuck off. Bashir is off actually fucking. Yeah, he's fingering. Um, the uh just that huh and <laughs> that's his thing he doesn't like he just likes to finger that's cool. <laughs> uh, under and, the bleachers Worf and Dax are um walking along and like Dax is like hey let's use he's like she's like what do we do now and he's like well let's watch the sun set mm-hmm. and she's like I've got a better idea let's go swimming together on our last evening t- here at on Riza, and he's like, well, I do yeah. not have a bathing suit. And she's yeah. like, I won't tell if you won't, because we're going to fuck in the water. Yeah, like nobody's ever been doing that on Riza, no. right? And then there's a very 1990s shot of a CGI two sunsets. Nice. And then it's Luke Skywalker beautiful. is there, and he looks at them. The <laughs> end. <laughs> And then the iris effect happens and the episode's over. Weird. But the weird thing is, like, you hear Worf coming. Like, at the end, it's What's just a... <laughs> Which is super, like, a weird creative decision. Oh, Jesus. Just I'm coming! You just reminded me of a fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine joke. He's talking about his first time having sex, and he's like, it was very fast. And the other guy goes, nice. And everybody looks at him. <laughs> yep. Uh, apparently the story for this episode was based on a play called A Moon for the Misbegotten, and what I'm reading here is it is so fucking Puritan. Like, yeah, was it written in like 1640? In 1947, same thing. So 1640, yeah. Uh, okay. Apparently a lot of the characters like die or like uh, their stories end in tragedy because of their pursuit of alcohol and sex. 
Uh, it's like so Reefer it's Madness. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like super fucking like Puritan as hell. But like Iris Steven Bear, like I don't know what fucking episode he actually wrote that got rewritten. But he's like, the idea was to do a show that would rattle the audience, that would show sexuality and push the envelope about Riza. Yeah, but you do the exact opposite of that. He's, yeah, because he's like, once you get past the titillation, is this a lifestyle that people in the 20th century can approve of? And I guess the answer to that question that I have is who the fuck cares what people in the 20th century Yeah, why does it have to be... Like, that's the whole point of Star Trek, is like, why does it have to be relatable to our sensibilities now? Like, sexuality in Star Trek is, like, far beyond what what even, like, most, like... Like, I think right now we're going through, like, a lot of, like, like with identity issues and, and sexual identity. Like, that's too much for people, even. And that doesn't even concern them. Like, that concerns yeah. none. That's no one's, no one's fucking business, right? And like, and, like, people now can't handle it. But in the future, it would be great if, if it was, like, yeah, who gives a shit, right? Like, this episode was even, like, fucking censored is, like, how shitty... Like, yeah. apparently, like, when Lita and, like, the Rysian guy are, like, holding hands and, like, the, like, oh, it, air oh, sexy as happening, fuck, dude. That, Lita was apparently naked in a bathtub in the original shot, and it had to be reshot. I, dude, honestly, I think that's less risque than the, what we got. You yeah. basically see Chase Masterson's tits. Like, like I, I'm all for it. Hey, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. But, like... <laughs> If you're trying to, like, tittle... Well, the whole idea is, like, is some Puritan bullshit about, like, rises right. like a den of sin. Right. It's not like that. It, it's... It's not Vegas... It's not fucking The Hangover Part 2, right? Like... Like, you go there and you, and you do what you do, but it's an enlightened attitude toward it. It's... Nobody's making a big deal out of it. It's just the way it is there. Sex is open and free... And that's the way it is. What like it's our it's our twenty first twentieth and twenty first century hang ups that make yeah, it weird. Absolutely. It's not and weird. It's just we're making it weird. I should have not if I was gonna choose one of the three names to remember, I should have remembered Robert Hewitt Wolf. He is that regards the three name this, guy? Yeah, it's three all three names. All three Robert names. Robert Hewitt Wolf. He regards okay. this as his least favorite episodes out of those that he wrote or co wrote. And he, if he had one episode he could go back and change, it would be this one. He went on record as saying it was supposed to be a show that looked at 24th century morals and sexuality. Right. He pretty much failed on both counts. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Yes, I agree with that as well. Worf, if anything, should have been, like, a fish out of water. Like... I don't know, like, him being full-blown cultist Nazi is, like, yeah. one weird step for me. Like, that's so weird. Well, I do have a uh, John Larroquette fun fact of the week for Oh, you. how interesting. <laughs> Nana Visitor had given birth to Alexander Siddig's son yes. the night before he shot the scene where he and Lita do the breakup ceremony. That's weird. Isn't it, the life of an actor is so fucking strange. Like, your wife gave birth, she's probably still in the hospital with your kid, and you're just yeah. kissing another woman on screen. Things were a little different then, and I say that because, like, 
celebrity culture was like a uh, still like they're like like E was a thing, right? And like yeah, Access yeah. Hollywood was a thing. But like these people, these actors, they weren't dealing with it like even now. Like we have like a super disgusting, unhealthy relationship with celebrities in this country. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's weird, but back then you could like kind of have a life if you're Alexander Siddig and and Nana Visitor. Like you're you're like nobody really knew that, right? Like that was pretty. Like, I remember being wraps. shocked about that when I found yeah. out like a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, like like way later. Like nobody nobody cared about it then, but now if it were now, people would be like, "Oh my god, like what's Alexander Siddig do?" It would be like some fucking bullshit tabloid shit, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. All I'm just saying days. yeah a lot because I agree with you all the time because you're so smart. <laughs> Look, there's uh, going to be plenty of time to compliment me when we're Ill and Riza. Of course. I'll have a lot to compliment, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. Terry Farrell went on record saying that Vanessa Williams was a great guest star. She's the tiniest human being in the world, which is easy for you to say six foot tall Terry Farrell. Yeah, Terry Farrell is so tall. She always gets put with small people, like in uh, Back to School, that kid who's from Christine, the kid from Christine, the movie. Well, you like have to, right? Like, yeah, who else actors are always like 5'7", five, 5'6". Five, it's so weird. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, you have a frame, and you need to fit both characters in the frame. Yeah. So you, you like, find short men and tall women, so that they Ap- reach Apple about the same height. They're called Apple Boxes. Stand on them. Well, not e- not everybody can make their career like Tom Cruise does. <laughs> <laughs> Just get them a fucking stool. You don't need uh, to see their legs. <laughs> it, it, they, if they bring their own stool, I guess that does fix yeah, all the, the get, problems. The grips. Get the grip to get you two, a quarter Apple Box. Just put them on it. Raise, raise them up like three inches. Of course, everybody knows the title is a biblical illusion because this shit is puritanical as fuck. Yeah, it's it's Eden, right? Yeah, Garden of Eden. They're getting expelled. We got well, it. I got like, it. It's like the Garden of Eden if everyone was hung up about fucking sex there. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> hey, maybe the Bible isn't so great. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not trying to ruffle any feathers, but hey, your feathers are ruffled. Not, tr- <laughs> not trying to cause like a holy war, but maybe we should just stop reading that stupid book. It sucks. Maybe we should read the Bible instead. The Bible. That says the Bible. That says the Bible. <laughs> We're referencing like ninety percent of our audience are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's why they listen, though. It's true. We, like I think we've talked about what we think of this episode overall, but like we'll give it an actual little mini review here at the end. Like, what do you think? Uh, D. This is a D. This is a Ronald D. Moore. This is a this is a D. Hard D. It it it'll it it's passable, but my God, just barely. I don't even know if it's a passable. Yeah, it's like a low like, D. It's like a D minus, maybe. Like yeah. I would skip yeah. this episode if I was like doing a watch through of Deep Space. I always do. On. I always am like, oh, this is that fun episode. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, wait, Worf, I hate, I hate him. I fucking hate him. Like here's the thing, right? Like the Ryza episode of TNG came out what like 
eight years before this episode, something like that. Like, yeah, it's about that. Six years, six, something. Six like that. years, yeah. Uh, and they're like dudes in like walking around in uh, speedos, like muscly yeah. dudes walking around in speedos. Girls with their asses hanging out everywhere. Yeah. And Riza here, everyone wears one piece swimming suits and sarongs. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's it's the nineties. It's 90s. so like, puritanical. Yeah, you would think in like nineties like was this ninety six this came out? Like Yeah, everybody should be wearing those really high waisted bikinis that show the whole yeah. butt. Yeah, show the whole butt. Maybe some maybe some sea toe, some camel toe. <laughs> some sea toe. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It's, you get one camel no, toe. You get no uh Muscly dudes oiled no up walking dudes. around. You get nope. nothing. Nope. It nope. looks like actual Malibu, which apparently it was shot at, believe it, it or not. It looks like someone's backyard for some of it, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it really does. Especially when the dude gives the speech yes, for the first that's time exactly, at the rally. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. It looks yeah. like somebody put up a wedding tent and they yeah. were like, we're shooting here today. This is uh, Jerry's cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting El Fadil is like, look, this is my cousin's house. We yeah. need to, we got to get out by 2 p.m. because yeah, he, he rents it out for bar mitzvahs. The, so. land, the landscapers are coming by. We got to leave by like two. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, it's, they're like, we set up a ficus, stand in front of it and give your speech. <laughs> yeah, this episode is not great. It's not terrible. It, like, it does make me mad at points, though, because, like, Worf is written so badly in it. Yeah. Because it's not out of character for him to be, like, too controlling right. with a woman, because he did that with... Um, his his wife, right? His, yeah. K- Kaylair. Yeah. He did, he did it with Kaylair. Kaylair? Kaylair? I think K- it's Kaylair. Kaylair, yeah. He did it with Kaylair, like, a ton, trying to force her to marry him and everything. Yeah, she and. was exactly like Worf. Worf is fucking emo as fuck. This he dude really goes is. after chicks who a are not his type and b unfucking attainable. <laughs> yeah, he goes after these these like free spirits. Yeah. yeah, when he is absolutely not a free spirit. Yeah, Worf and. is a Pisces, and everyone he dates is a fucking Aries. I don't know what that means. It's I not a sorta, good idea. I guess sorta I know what it means. <laughs> it's not like, a I know idea. everything about my star sign, even though I don't really believe in any of that stuff, but I don't know anything about anyone else's. What are you? <laughs> I'm you're, a Libra. You're a Libra. That's why you and I get along really well. Oh, yeah? If yeah, our star I signs like, fit together? My, my, well, my particular, like, all my shit, like I did, like, the chart or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like... All like, yeah, hang out with Libras. They're like real cool for you. But oh, like relationship wise, Sagittarius is like number one. This is fucking reminded me of this uh like horoscopes with Marty Chang. Everybody go look up all the Marty Chang videos. That's fucking <laughs> funny. But he's like he's doing like horoscopes and he says, Sagittarius, you're handsome and beautiful and everyone loves you. I, if I wasn't a Sag, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Dude, they're great. They're great, man. <laughs> like, Crystal's a Taurus. I know that. And I'm yeah. a Libra. 
and I think that's a good match. I don't know. It's I mean, worked if out you're so married, far. it works. So. <laughs> it's worked out so far. Yeah. There's what, no rules. What are you? Are you Aries? I'm Aries, baby. Yeah, Can you tell? fucking sense. I know. Yeah, I'm like, like, I know you're goddamn about Aries to know. I'm goddamn type A as shit, right? Like, just... <laughs> Fucking, let's go! Fucking, yeah, fire! <laughs> Don't fuck with me, I'll kill you! Yeah, it's crazy we're not. I think I'm an Earth sign? Your Which Earth, makes sense, because, yeah. man, I just lay on the Earth all the time. Well, your Earth and your, and your wife, Crystal, is also Earth, so that makes sense. And that's why I'm fire, and Sagittarius is also fire. Uh, Sagittarius is like the grown-up Aries. Like, they're the Aries that got their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> That's honest. I like that honesty. Dude, it's, it's true, man. It's like, I'm... Aries is like a, a baby. We're like babies. I'm hungry. I want this. I can't do anything. But Sagittarius is like, all right, what do we do about being hungry? When I, <laughs> dude, when I was a kid, I thought being a Libra sucks so bad because everybody gets cool animals. Yeah, you gotta like I got the scale. Oh, it's a scale, yeah. It's the scales. Uh, What's and the then, like? I don't remember. The liar. But Not like, like a liar, but you know, L Y R E. Yeah, the lira, lira, liar. I don't know, lyre. But uh, when I when I grew up, I was like, actually, scales is pretty fucking dope. It's a great symbol, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm a ram, which is kind of cool, but nothing's cooler than Leo, which is the lion. Yeah, the lion. Is, you really lucked yeah. out if you're the Leo. That's the other fire sign. So there's there's that's it's Leo, Aries, Aries, Leo, Sag. Sag is like the archer or something, which is even cooler than a lion. Yeah, that's true. But rams are like, they're not that cool. I always thought Gemini was weird. You get to be two people? Geminis are crazy. Wow. They are two people. Indecisive as fuck. Uh, Gemini are the only people who have a robot master in Mega Man. <laughs> Gemini man. That's right. I forgot about that. That's actually not fucking true at all. There's a whole like MS. There's not. It's not MS DOS. There's like a shitty Mega Man game I never played where all of them are based on the Zodiac. Ram except, Man. Except there's no Gemini Man because he was in Mega Man Three, so they can't just fucking put him in again. Well, Remember he, me? He ascended. He got. He got put into the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Mega Man Three. Uh, anyway. This episode's not great. Don't watch it if you haven't. It's not, Skip it. Uh, there's there's Bop like it. no butts in it. Like, there's why would zero you watch butts. It? Nobody in this time period had a really good... No no white person in this time period had a really good butt. <laughs> white people so. only developed butt technology in the 2000s. So In the 2000s, we are, uh, entered the golden age of butts where... People fully appreciated the full round assness that they were given, like, and they didn't the work 90, it out. In, in the 90s, like white women and white men as well were like, Does this make my butt look big? Yeah, and I it's don't like, want it to look big. No, man, now, now it's like, Does this make my butt look big? I want that, right? Yeah. I want yeah. this to make my ass look ginormous. We woke up. As, as white folk, we woke up to the butts. Well, yeah. some of us did. Some of us are lagging behind, I guess, but. Fools. <laughs> Only fools. fools. <laughs> Only fools butt in. By that I so mean that, oh, bring their damn, butt good. in. Nice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so that was Butt Class Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Oh I'd like God. to give a special thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find him on Twitter Ooh. at underscore Vitizen underscore. You can get his albums on Amazon Music, Apple 
iTunes and somewhere else. Everywhere music is. It's called Eclectic Electric. It is a banger. Please leave a review for it because there's not enough reviews to show up yet, and that's bumming me the fuck out. Yeah, it's great. It's a great album. Uh, you can leave us a review too on iTunes if you want, and tell yeah, people you can say whatever you, you like. M class. If you if you really want to support us, you're like, hey, how do I how do I get more of this M class goodness and mm-hmm. keep it on the air? Well, mm-hmm. pff, I fucking have a deal for you, brother. <laughs> Head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you get access to a cool Discord, behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, extra podcasts, extra shows, commentary tracks, all types of shit at higher tiers. Mm -hmm. I think the last time I checked, there were almost 200 posts on the Patreon that you get access to. That's so much shit. And by shit, I mean awesome shit. I might be lying. It might not be even close, but it's over a hundred. I know that it's there, over sixty nine. That's how much I know. I guess I could just go look, but I'm not gonna. And so ch- you'll have to check it out yourself at Patreon.com/slash/mclass. Yeah, podcast. that's how we're gonna get them. That's how we get them. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Shoot us an email for our other show at mclassemail at gmail.com. Singular. Never been an S. Don't never, ask about never it. Never been an S. Nope. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Jeff. I love this show and doing it with you. I do too. Those it two never things gets old. No, it doesn't. Which it's is always fun. Which is astounding to me because I'm so fucking like flighty. I'll get into doing something and be like, ah, I don't feel like it anymore. True. That's how I am too. But, but not this. Uh, guess what anniversary we had like earlier this week? Our two last week. week anniversary. We've been doing this show for one whole week. Four years. All right, everybody. Goodbye. See you next week. (laughs) Our four-year anniversary, everybody. And honestly, like, we couldn't... Like, we would do... We would just hang out and talk about Star Trek regardless. Well, that's how this started. We would just stay up and talk to each other about Star Trek. And we're like, why aren't we just recording this? This is fucking great. Absolutely. Our takes were so hot. We were like, it's got to be recorded. Our takes were so hot, like, we knew how great we were. Like, there was never any doubt. No. We knew the show was going to be a smash hit success and have tens of listeners. We knew it. Yeah. At least 11s (laughs) of listeners. Uh, So, four years we've been at this, and we really couldn't have... Four years, Josh. Did you hear four years? (laughs) And... We couldn't have done it without you guys supporting us, especially our patrons. So yeah, thank you thank so you. much to our patrons. Everyone who's a patron, I, I wish we could like read your all of your names, but there's 11 of you and it would take too much time. Yeah, 11, <laughs> I, don't, I can't pronounce 11 names right, so I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but seriously, uh, that's great. And it doesn't feel like four years. Uh, the no, only it reason really I'm, does feel like four yeah, months. It's it feels, crazy. It's nuts, yeah. like It's really nuts. Like if but, we if this lasts another year, it'll be the longest running podcast I've ever done. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, Jeff, but I don't do anything in halves. I am a stubborn son of a bitch, so <laughs> I'll do this for fifty years. I don't give a shit. I do want to just keep doing this forever. So I mean, we will. Like, why not? Fuck it. There's plenty of shit to talk about. As long as we got patrons to pay the money we got to pay to keep the show up. Yeah, we'll keep doing. We'll it. keep doing it. Uh, thank you to everybody who listens, and uh, we'll be back in one week with more M Class goodness. Bye bye. Bye, Bealum. Uh. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill. 